Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Jensen, and today in episode 41, we're talking about triumph and disaster and how neither are anything to get worked up about. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a couple of days since I visited you, but uh, I hope you had a great weekend and that you've had a great morning. Today, I want to talk about a poem that I really, really have enjoyed, and I forgot how much I enjoyed it until this weekend when uh, a team that I'm involved with had a really, really tough loss, and the poem is called If by Rudyard Kipling. Some of you may know um, Rudyard Kipling's works. Uh, I believe he was the one who wrote The Jungle Book. Um, the poem If is in a book by him called Reflections. And I think it's one of the greatest poems I've ever read. My father gave it to me when I was a young boy. And for the most part, the poem is about life's lessons and how they should be navigated. This poem is rich with wisdom. And if you get the chance, go and read the poem If by Rudyard Kipling today. I think you'll enjoy it. I think I know that you'll be glad that you did. Um, one of the refrains from If um, is on a is on the player's entrance to center court at Wimbledon, and it goes like this: It says, "If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same." Now the poem goes on, and it talks about a lot of different things, and at the very end, it says. Which is more, you'll be a man, my son. But let's talk about these two imposters that stand above the player's entrance at center court in Wimbledon. I absolutely love this portion of the poem because in some ways, in order for us to maintain the highest focus, you can't be distracted by many wins or many losses or even major wins and major losses. Lamenting and complaining a loss can be disastrous to your focus. And I think that's pretty easy to see. I think most of us know that if we lament too long or if we cry about a loss or if we're constantly complaining about how things didn't go well for us, that that can be a distraction to our focus, that it can be a distraction to us trying to be successful. But I think it's not as easy to see how winning can be a distraction. Imagine a tennis player that spends three games celebrating an ace. Imagine a football player who celebrates a TD scored in the first quarter and doesn't work hard for the next two quarters. Or what about the team that has a major conference victory in the first part of the year and then is distracted for the next two contests? It goes both ways. It goes both ways when it comes to celebrating success or lamenting disaster. I really feel that the point of this refrain in the uh, Rudyard Kipling poem, is that life is a continuum marked by peaks and valleys that may or may not be seminal events in our life. If we can, we should resist becoming too self-assured by our successes or too defeated by disasters. This way we can live more contentedly. Both wins and losses can be imposters and mean little in the grand scheme of things. No matter what we face, either success or loss, our attitude should remain unchanged. So what's the trick? Where's the rub here? Well, I think the rub 
is most definitely hard work and effort. I'm not saying that you should never celebrate. I'm not saying that you should never lament. But all of it should be placed in the right context. It would be ridiculous to celebrate a putt in the golf game for 18 holes. But it's equally ridiculous for us to lament for 18 holes. If you're going to celebrate or if you're going to languish, give yourself an appropriate time limit. One of my favorite sayings, uh, and I believe it comes from the military, but I heard it from Dr. Nicole Detling, is embrace the suck. Well, I think we should also embrace wins. The key is to understand how long you can embrace either. If you had an ace in a tennis match, it should be for maybe five seconds tops, and then you need to move on to the next point. If it's a football player and you make a big hit and you do something great, maybe it's five seconds tops. If you have a big win, maybe it's five seconds tops. Or maybe it's a whole weekend. You get to decide what it is. But equally on the opposite side, embracing the suck, I think it's important that you give yourself a time limit on how long you're going to lament or how long you feel that it's appropriate to wallow in your misery. For the most part, we should probably lament and celebrate a little bit shorter than we do. Tell me what you think. That's all I have for today. Remember, you can reach me via email at Riley at HeadstrongConsulting.com or via Twitter at Riley Jensen. I'd love to hear from you guys. Let's talk tomorrow.